Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Favorite Things About Christmas. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from you, Father. Show us in your word who you are and help us to live a life that glorifies you to be more on fire for you every day, Father, as we grow in the things of God. We choose not to stand still in the river of life, Father, but to press forward with you till the very end. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you're going to talk today about this topic, favorite things about Christmas. My friends, I want to ask you today, what is your favorite thing or things about Christmas? I'm sure if you ask 100 random people that question in the United States, you'd probably get over 50 different answers. Some would probably say Christmas presents, some maybe Santa Claus, some would say snow, some might say two days of paid time off of work, others might say eggnog or decorating the Christmas tree, and the list goes on and on. Ironically, many people that don't even believe in the reason for Christmas still celebrate the holiday. Out of curiosity, I googled what people love about Christmas, and the wisebread.com webpage showed an article about people who love Christmas do these nine things. It was nicely done, and here were their nine things. One, listen to Christmas music early and often. I like that one. Number two, have a favorite Christmas movie or three. Number three, decorate with meaningful things. Four, have the perfect white elephant gift or the perfect terrible gift. Five, use an advent calendar to count down the days. Six, buy gifts with meaning. The article says, whether you like it or not, one of the most important parts of Christmas for most people is giving and receiving gifts. Number seven on their list, bake a favorite Christmas treat. Eight, plan some downtime around the holiday. It said when people don't like Christmas, it's often because there's so much to do. And number nine on their list, get in touch with the people they care about. Folks, I actually enjoy many things on this list, and the article was well written. But I did notice one thing. I don't think I saw the name Jesus listed one time in the article. So are we or are we not celebrating his birthday? Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think Father God wants us going around all Christmas season saying, Jesus, 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 and not enjoying any of the things above or anything else for that matter. But shouldn't Jesus be number one, two, and three on the list of important things? I went to another article on the web at Tribune.com, and they had an article entitled, Eight Things I Love About Christmas. Here was their list of eight. One, listening to Christmas carols. It encourages a feeling of closeness and leads one to feelings of joy, no matter how bad things in life may be. Two, fairy lights and pretty decorations. This joy is compounded when you know there is a gift waiting for you under the tree. 
Why can't I just be a little self-indulgent at Christmas time? The article says. Three, buying gifts for your loved ones. Four on their list, keeping a secret stash of holiday sweets. Pause. I like that one and do indulge in that one. Five, another reason to stay out late. Pause. Folks, this author must be younger than me. When you get older, you look for an excuse to go to bed early, not stay out late. Moving on, number six, family get-togethers. At the end of this bullet, the last sentence says, yes, there is the occasional family drama, but hey, that's what Christmas is all about. Pause. Hmm. Is that what Christmas is really all about? Number seven on their list, vacation time. This is the time when you can go right up to your boss and boldly tell him about your plans for a Christmas holiday. You can then walk out of his office with a sense of great achievement as you can never be refused a Christmas break. Pause, folks. I really enjoyed this one. Pretty funny, huh? Number eight on their list, attend the midnight prayer service. We save the best for last. Attending the midnight service in the chilly winter is the most blessed feeling in the world. Such is the sense of unison and security that you cannot help but feel a warm glow. It is this time that truly makes one realize how thankful we should be to the Almighty for all the blessings he has showered on us. My friends, so that was the last one, number eight. Again, I enjoyed this article, but a few thoughts. Again, I don't remember seeing Jesus mentioned one time in this article either. One quick side tangent. Kind of sounds like a college graduation, doesn't it? No mention of Jesus. Maybe just a random supreme being. Well, back to this list. The second point about the article on bullet eight, they refer to the Almighty. Hmm, which God are they referring to? If they are referring to Jesus, why not say Jesus? That is the name above all names. Now let's read from another source. John chapter 3 from the Amplified Bible, verse 14, Just as Moses lifted up the bronze serpent in the desert on a pole, so must the Son of Man be lifted up on the cross. 15, So that whoever believes will in him have eternal life after physical death and will actually live forever. Praise God. 16. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten Son, so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Folks, so many people don't know the real purpose of Christmas, or they forget the purpose, or they minimize the reason for Christmas. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave his one and only begotten son, Jesus, so that whoever believes and trusts in him as Savior shall not perish but have eternal life. Tomorrow I plan to talk more about keeping Christ in Christmas. 
Let's all examine ourselves and make sure we are keeping him front and center in our Christmases. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you sent your son Jesus and he died on a cross at Calvary. On the third day, he rose again. He seated at your right hand, Father. We're so thankful. In Matthew 10, 32, you said, when we confess Jesus before men, that he'll confess us before you, Father. And we choose to do that, Father, on an ongoing basis, not just one time, Father, but people will know that we're living for Jesus, that he's our Lord and Savior. He's not someone we just say we recognize as the Savior. No, he's our personal Lord and Savior, Father. For anyone out there that hasn't made Jesus their Lord and Savior, I thank you that today will be their day that they receive Jesus as the Lord and Savior of their life. Thank you, Father, for your mercy, that your mercies are new every single day, Father. We choose to live for you. And thank you the Holy Spirit came to be in us when we receive Jesus and helps us and guides us and comforts us. Thank you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.